This Sunday morning, we gather on Easter Sunday, but we have to remember that it's all about Jesus Christ. We set out on our Lenten pilgrimage, starting with Ash Wednesday, leading us to this end goal of the Easter glory. And Jesus is that goal. He is true man, true God. And he chose to die for us, chose to sacrifice his life for us. He gives us hope because he forgiven and forgives our sins. But much deeper, he also rises from the grave today to give us eternal life. And so, as we reflect on that focal point, right, we have to remember the end goal of our earthly pilgrimage, which we heard in the second reading, is eternal life. And Jesus is calling us by name, calling us individually and communally to trust him, to go and explore that he is alive, to go investigate the tomb, to see that he is truly the master of all and victorious over death. But we know that as soon as we leave the sanctuary, we live in a modern culture that doesn't really believe in sin or even the resurrection of the dead. And so very often we're influenced by others and we don't feel the need for salvation. We don't feel the need for the resurrected presence of Christ or the Eucharist, or the grace and the mystery of the mystical body of Christ, the church. We're offended by everything in this world. Think of the last few weeks that we've seen unfold in our culture. We're offended by everything except for sin. We need to remember that sin exists. And we definitely know that death exists. Think of this past year, the epidemic, and the pandemic, and the fear. Right, our culture fears death, but remains hopeless because it's not sure what happens after death. And we as Christians can be influenced by that kind of thinking. And today gives us a different response, a different antidote. My sisters and my brothers, we celebrate Easter for a full seven weeks. Seven full weeks. And it would be fruitful for us to continue to pray and meditate on the central mystery of our faith, that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. St. Paul tells us, if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Right? All of us have to wrestle with that mystery. And for me, you know, I kind of put it bluntly, if Jesus Christ didn't rise from the dead, if all of this wasn't true, tomorrow I would be on a plane to Las Vegas. Right? It's the sheer fact, right? But we know that there's something different. There's something uh, mysterious taking place, and you and I have to give our lives to it. And the good news is this, that the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead is a fact, a historical fact. And the Catechism of the Catholic Church summarizes it so beautifully in this way. It says this, The mystery of Christ's resurrection is a real event with manifestations that were historically verified. And the New Testament bears witness to that. Christ's resurrection cannot be interpreted as something outside the physical order. And it is impossible not to acknowledge it as a historical fact, end quote. 
So what is it saying? So the catechism, the church, our faith, are base, basing these conclusions on three essential things, right? That the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ is a historical event. Three things. Number one, hopefully it's obvious to us all, but there's an empty tomb, right? Christ's body was gone in the morning on the third day. Mary Magdalene testifies to that. We see uh, John and Peter testifying to that today. And no one has ever, ever, ever in the last 2,000 years claimed to have found the dead body of Jesus. And second, are there are many, 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 many appearances of the risen Jesus. Over 5,000, right? To his apostles in the New Testament. And then thirdly, the body in which he appeared to them was a real physical body, not just a spiritual reality like a ghost. Right? Jesus assures the apostles this when he allows them to touch his flesh. We'll celebrate that on Divine Mercy Sunday. And he even ate with them right on the side of the seashore. He prepared breakfast for them. And we know that Throughout church history, there's been skeptics about whether or not these claims are true, right? That maybe the apostles hid the body of Jesus, but we have to remember that the apostles were completely de demoralized, completely uh, afraid of what would happen to them by being associated with Jesus Christ because of the torture of the crucifixion and the penalty uh, that Jesus suffered. And those apostles that were demoralized, right, became willing to be transformed by this proclamation that Jesus rose from the dead. They were willing to be tortured and killed. And nobody is ever willing to do that or risk that for a lie. Right. We have to let that sink in. Why did these men and women so boldly proclaim that truth to the point of being tortured themselves? So, again, if they made up the story of the resurrection, right? remember how frightened they are, especially in the upper room. And no human being uh, can be that bold uh, if they're frightened. Right? We know the power of fear and manipulation in our culture today. So I leave you with this thought as we enter into the resurrected presence of our Eucharistic Lord. This is C.S. Lewis. Some of you probably know this quote very well. Jesus was either a liar, a lunatic, or something worse. Or he was truly who he claimed to be, the Lord and the Master of all. And so, my sisters and my brothers, Jesus Christ is truly who he claims to be. The church knows that. Some of us know that. But some of us are struggling to know that. And this is the moment that Jesus himself wants to show us the empty tomb. In a few brief moments, we're about to renew our baptismal promises. Each and every member of the body of Christ was given a gift. A gift from God, a gift from the church, 
and a gift of faith to know Jesus, to trust Jesus, to love Jesus, and to follow him into eternal life. And so if you're struggling, ask him for that grace. Ask for that gift to be renewed when we sprinkle you with water. Jesus has revealed to us that he is alive, triumphantly in this liturgy and the sacred scriptures and the tradition of the church, but most importantly, in the resurrected presence of the Eucharist, which we're about to share. My sisters and my brothers, Christ is risen. Alleluia, Christ is truly risen. Happy Easter. <clears throat>